Welcome to Lax Historical Context. I'm Sean. I'm Sasha. And today, uh, behind the scenes is is going to be a shit show. This is the first yes. of three in a row recording. So, uh, yeah, have fun listening so, to um, the next few episodes. Yeah, be excited for the Pearl Harbor episode because yeah. it is going to be a hot mess. Yeah. Wait, let me check what the ABV content on this guy is. Yeah, yeah, the beer we're drinking today is... Oh, it's a 7 percenter. Cool. It's pretty heavy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like... Looking for a themed beer for today's topic, which, as all of you know, listening, you presumably would have read the episode title before you, uh, before you listened. The other sibling, we're talking about the less famous sibling of some famous historical yes. figures. But I was I was per perusing the alcohol selection uh, at the the establishment I went to, looking for a last minute themed thing. The only thing I could find was from. Uh, evil twin brewing. I don't think either of us is discussing a twin. No. So so it's fifty fifty on the whether you think it's a hit or miss. But because we're recording three episodes, I was like, I'm gonna get something light. I'm gonna get something refreshing so that we're not shit housed by the by the time recording is done and we and, can drive and home. And then you have you brought me this. And then I got this. I mean, I don't have to drive home because I live here. This is a futon, so you can just like sleep here. No, if you need I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Ouch. Yeah. You don't want to cuddle with the cat wherever it is? No. <laughs> Just <laughs> looking around like it's about to attack it suspiciously. It might. It's, it's a weird fucking cat. So, yeah. Today's episode, we're discussing uh, discussing uh, the the siblings of some of uh, the less famous siblings of their more famous uh, yeah, family members. Family members, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Yours sounds like a... a Good person, bad person. He was he was fine. I mean, the 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 famous sibling was a horrible little shit. And like, I believe that more and more with every fiber of my being, the more I read about him. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He was okay. Okay, my mine was definitely a good person as opposed to his god awful brother. Well, like, no, no, the brother was bad. Yeah, the brother was a one of history's greatest shitheads. Who did you do again? You'll find out. I don't okay, I hope you. we didn't do the but same anyway, person. So, so today's no, beverage. No. No, you know who I did. Yeah, I told you who I did. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, so, yeah, so today's beverage, uh, as I said, provided by Evil Twin Brewing. Not provided by. They don't like us or no, even know oh, we exist. Oh, wouldn't that be great if we could get sponsors? Hey. <laughs> If give us beer. Yeah, give us beer. So Send anyway. us beer. Make us get a post office box. Adam <laughs> will take beer donations. Yeah. So it's from Evil Twin Brewing. Uh, the name of this beer, I thought this was the tagline. It's just a really long name. The name of the beer is, I always felt closer to IPAs than I did to people. Needless to say, it is an IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the little blurb on the side, if one can call it that. Yes, it's double dry hopped with tons of tasty Galaxy, Citra, Simcoe, and Falconer's Flight. Better be ready for this close to perfect India Pale Ale. Close to perfect. Don't you want to market your beer as perfect? No, you just, well, I I always never want to say anything's perfect because then what if it's not perfect? Yeah. This is perfect. Well, it tastes like shit. I mean, your taste buds are off. So anyway, let's try this bad boy. Uh, crack open these cans. Uh, Look, he's they're... doing it to do in the mic, and I'm doing it to scare a cat. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, he 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 looked momentarily <laughs> nervous about it. All right, thoughts. 
I haven't tried it yet. Oh, it looked like you just took a sip and and like reared back in in horror. Oh, she did look back in horror. No, it's not bad. That's it. You know, I don't think it's as. I think you might like it. It's not very um, hoppy, potpourri, yeah, and it's not very happy. The hops are not very strong. I actually quite enjoy this. You know, I feel like saying I hate IPAs as much as I do. Every time we've had an IPA on here, I think the majority of them I've liked. I Most think of you them. secretly like IPAs. I, I mean, I might like, be. I think it's a thing. I might be being converted by at least the select few that we've had. But yeah, there's actually not a ton of flavor to it overall. Like it seems kind of light. Yeah, it is pretty light. I don't know why. So, let's talk about some other siblings. The discarded siblings. The, uh, not literally, but almost the red-headed stepchildren of history's major actors. I don't know if that's necessarily <laughs> true, but okay. That's what, that's what I said, not literally. The ones that history okay. sort of forgot about a little bit. All right. Start us off, Sasha. All right. We're going to be doing some talking. Some talking. Some talking. So. On, a, on a podcast? Yeah. What? This is fucking revolutionary. Okay, so Edwin uh, was born in Bel Air, Maryland, because there was a Bel Air, Maryland. We're all surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, was it supposed to be modeled after that Bel Air? <laughs> I don't know. This is the old school Bel Air. Now, is this not the Fresh Prince Bel Air? Mm, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Edwin was born in Bel Air, Maryland to Junis, uh, who, which is a male name. J-U-N-I-U-S. Junius? Junius? Sure. Junius. <laughs> sure. Uh, who is a renowned actor. Uh, actor. Actor. And this was on November 13th, 1833. Ed, or Edwin, was one of nine children, six of which made it to adulthood, which in the 1800s, not bad odds. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys are batting way above average yeah. there. So he had siblings. He had an elder brother named June. After his father, Junius, he had a daughter named, I mean, not a daughter. He had a sister named Rosalie, a sister named Asia, which is like very. It stands out. Yeah. It's, it's very like now <laughs> as a name. Yeah. Yeah. That one. That's notable. Yeah. And he also had. <laughs> I may think, as well have just named her Oriental. <laughs> I think he also had a younger brother named Joseph or something or Josh. Uh, Josh. It was Josh. And then also a brother named John. Who all made it to adulthood. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. I know uh, this story. I know this human. Their father was a, a rather popular actor of the time who had a drinking problem. Um, and all this, all his, himself, Edwin, and his siblings were all technically, technically born out of wedlock. But I would like to state that I don't think this is the case. Because Junis... Okay, so here's the thing that happened. Junis is from England, and so is his wife. Mary Ann, I believe is her name. Um, and so like they love each other, they go, they get married, they uh -huh. do their do their thing, right? Yeah, they do all the, the nuptials. Yeah, well no, they don't. But they they meet in England and then they're like, let's go to America and make a new life for ourselves. And then they got married? Uh sure. Um so they go live together as common law man and wife for twenty five years. So they were married? Basically, right? I'm just going to... Yeah, they were effectively married, yeah, even if they, they were, weren't on they paper. They were effectively married, and then 25 years into their marriage, Edward, uh, Junus's first wife, who he left in England, and who... So he, he just ran off with this other woman? Yeah, and who Marianne knew about. And he was also paying basically child support and 
spousal support to this woman <laughs> just decides that, to show up that, after 25 years. That's just a hoochie text. Yeah. And then he shows up. She shows up and says, I know you have like a million kids with this new wife, this new fake wife, but either disown all of them and will stay married or divorce me. And Junis was like, yeah, I'm going to stay with my family yeah. that I've had for 25 fucking years. Yeah, like the whole situation is odd, but I will say that is the most reasonable outcome. Yeah, so he's like, uh, guess what? I'm going to just divorce you. And so he divorces his wife. So um, they all grew up. <laughs> did, did he like proclaim, thanks, Henry VIII, as, as, he, as he did that? I don't know. It was a weird <laughs> story. I don't understand why you're just like, I'm just going to let my husband live in America for 25 years with another family. Like Maybe she was sick of his shit, but then started to miss I him. mean, sick of his shit for 25 years? He was uh, an alcoholic. It probably got intense. Um, so... Junus, as a dad, believed that no, there should be no harming of living creatures. So they were all vegetarians growing up. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he didn't believe in I'm, slavery either. I'm starting to understand the name Asia. Yeah. No, actually, the name <laughs> Very Asia hipster. is because that's where he thought the Garden of Eden was. In Asia. Okay. Um, that explains names like Joshua. He went very yeah. biblical with these. And okay. so... Um, the his father Junus, the head of the household, also didn't believe in slavery. He actually uh -huh. hired free black people to work on his farm in Maryland. Hired, so he paid them. Yeah, he okay. paid them. Wow. Um, and so yeah, he was against slavery, and so were most of his children. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um. So when Edwin was about uh, thirteen years old, at this point, it's convenient you haven't mentioned a last name. Uh -huh. <laughs> when Edwin was about thirteen, he was sent to go on the road with his father and be his father's road bitch because June, his older brother, was like, "I'm tired of being Dad's road bitch." What a road bitch did. Wait, but this was an actual term. No, oh, but okay. I, I am calling it road bitch. He took care of the father and made sure he didn't drink too much. So he was there to like... Road bitch. Road yeah, bitch, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, he took care of, did all the costuming, helped him with his makeup. Then when he got off the stage, he told him no drinking. It sounds like personal assistant in general. Yes. But also... Specifically road bitch because he wasn't getting paid. Drunk wrangler. Yes. Is basically what it is. Yeah, the book to. I read told a story where one night, like right after the theater, so probably like 10 o'clock at night, Junius was like, I'm gonna go get drunk. And Edwin's like, no, you're not. And so they just ran around this market for like until sun came up. <laughs> and he was like, this is so stupid. And then when he, well, when he passed out, from he's just being so tired. Yeah. Then then the guy's like, I know it doesn't look like like a success, but I won this battle tonight. <laughs> so um, while on tour with his father, um, he started his acting career just before his 16th birthday. Edwin did? Yes, Edwin okay. did. Um, he's had a small part in Richard III, which is actually going to be his the role that he's known for playing is okay. Richard III. But he just had a small part in it alongside his father. Um, and then he was actually be he actually got his first touring contract when he was nineteen. Well, when he was a little bit older. After that, okay. When he was nineteen, June, his older brother, convinced Junis and Edwin to go west to California because that's where all the casuals bitches. Yeah, yeah. And Junis was also like, "I'm old. I'm getting old. This could be my last time for an adventure. So fuck yeah, let's do this. Why not? I got my sons. Let's do this. So I'm they drunk. I'm let's drunk. Do this. <laughs> except I have this road bitch over here who won't let me drink right uh, so 
uh you know it took a while because it's fucking california and it, to get there in the 19 the 1800s yeah it was a long they, trip they did the, the the boat to panama and then over panama oh, okay. and then the other boat back so they probably took the safest as far as not dying yeah. but it's very long trip mm-hmm. So they pr- played to pretty good crowds at first when they made it to San Francisco because that's where they were playing in the West Coast. Okay. Um, however, an economic recession had just hit the area, so they actually didn't make as much money as Junis, mean June, the older brother, said they would. So Edwin eventually during this time really started to hone his skills and his, as an actor. Actor. Yes. Um, so at this point, Junis, the dad, was like, you know, Ed, you're not going to get any better with me here. Like, you need to go out on your own and be your own man and develop your own style. I mean, that's not terrible advice. No. And so Ed was like, later, bro, I mean, the dad was like, later, bro, I'm going to go back to your mom, you know, and, and chillax. Yeah. Um, and But Ed was like, but you're a horrible alcoholic and I'm the only <laughs> one that's stopping you from drinking yourself to death. But Ed was like, but Junis was like, I'll be cool. No problem. Don't yeah, worry about yeah, it. No problem. I got it under control. You've helped me a lot. Don't yeah, worry about yeah. it. Um, you don't know how much good you've done me. Yeah. And so also during this time, Ed was told that, hey, you know, the West Coast was supposed to be hopping, but it's not. But I hear Australia's where to go. Oh. So he goes to Australia. Is he aware that like most of Australia is not inhabited even today? <laughs> I don't know. But he went to Australia and sadly there was another economic recession in Australia. So it wasn't a profitable journey. I'm starting to think we shouldn't follow Edwin around. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually he made it back home. He played. He stopped over in Hawaii and played some good shows there too. I have, I guess. I have a feeling that if he were alive today and he would be like, you know what I'm going to invest in? Renewable energy. Uh-huh. The entire industry would just collapse. <laughs> He's ha- he's not very good at business. There's other stuff in his life that you're just like, oh, no, Edwin, don't. Don't, <laughs> honey, don't. Um, so while he was in Australia, his father had actually died on his way home mm. to the East Coast because he got drunk in like New Orleans and caught a cold and then died of pneumonia. Classic um, drunk death. And then somebody robbed him while he was dying. So he returned. His body was basically penniless and given to the mom. Nice. Like, here you go. Nice. Meanwhile, on the East Coast, John, Edwin's little brother, was basically being a little fucking shit. He grew up handsome, so he was a swarmy little bastard. Yeah. And uh, we've all known people (laughs) like that. He was a ladies' man who didn't want to study or focus in school. And he was sent to fancy boarding schools, which was like made Edwin annoyed Edwin because he always wanted to go to fancy boarding schools and schools in general. Yeah. And he had to be his dad's road bitch instead, where his little brother's not taking advantage of any of this shit. It's the sibling that's wasting all the talent Uh when the other was. It was like, oh, I hate those people. So he's basically a jerk. Oh, and he also loves slavery in the South. Yeah. So that's cool. Way to take the low hanging fruit there, John. Um, Now, I'm not saying it's his mom's fault about all of this, but he was a mama's boy. He was the mom's favorite. Ah. She babied him. He was the youngest? Yeah. yeah. No, he wasn't the youngest. He was the second youngest. Okay. Possibly the third. Was he the youngest boy? No. Oh, okay. There was a boy younger than him, too. That's right. Josh. <laughs> yeah. You said that, Josh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Edwin's just like, fuck California. I'm over all this shit. I'm not making the money I need to. I can go on the East Coast. I got to make a better name for myself anyway over there, so I'll go. Yeah. So he goes back to the East Coast. So 
Now we have John on the East Coast, who's five years younger. And at this point, it's like Edwin's like 21 and John's whatever five years younger than 21 is. And they're both in acting and stage. stage. Basic math, Sasha. What Uh is 21 minus five? 16. There you go. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Pop quiz. So uh, we should watch Speed on the League movie night. Just a random thing for you to edit out. I'm okay. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I'll edit it out, but okay. So Edwin was uh, like his father in another way, besides the acting way. He liked to drink, and yeah. he drank too much. So Edwin was a great actor. Only problem is, sometimes he thought he could drink a lot before the show, and then he was a shitty actor. I mean... And people would notice it. Like, it's not like he was he was that, passing. You answered my question. I mean, like, did people notice? Yeah. Well, then, Yeah, critics then it, noticed. Yeah. Okay. But when he was good, he was great. So he was still bringing in crowds and bringing in money. I, I know this John character. He was one of the more celebrated of his time. Edwin was better than John. Edwin was? Yeah, everybody okay. liked Edwin better. I, okay. For the most part. Um they had two different acting styles. Like e- John brought passion and Edward brought like a gravitas. Okay. So you have two different scales yeah, on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Edwin comes back to the East Coast and he's all like, "Hey, dad's dead, but he had like thousands of dollars of expensive costumes." Can I have them because I'm an actor now and I'm pretty famous and I'm your son. I would like and to I'm do well. The second yeah. born and no, John's gonna be acting soon for realsies and he gets them. <laughs> oh. But I'm uh, fine. <laughs> Fuck you, mom. <laughs> right? I was his road yeah. bitch for how many years? Uh-huh. Like no, 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 no. I put in time, sir. Right. <laughs> um, oh. So while Ed was touring like the Northeast, John felt more at home touring the South, uh, more specifically like the Virginia area, uh, Richmond. He was there a lot as well. Okay. In in fact, let me give you a little tidbit about Johnny Boy. Hmm. In 1859, while working in Virginia, John Brown was arrested, the very famous abolitionist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so John was, was Harper's Ferry. Yeah, Is that the name Harper's, Harper's yeah. Ferry. Yeah. Um, so old Johnny boy was contracted player at a theater in Richmond and he saw this militia going to guard John Brown so that his supporters couldn't like, like save him. Yeah. And he said, you know what? I'm going to join them. Ah. So despite having a job and a performance that night, he walks up to the captain and is like, yo, can I join? And they're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, they're probably like another person. Why yeah, not? they're like, like, all right, why not? So he actually went and saw John Brown get hung, hanged, hanged, hanged. I uh, this uh, little little aside here. This is the best grammar lesson I've ever gotten. Uh, it came in a Holocaust literature class <laughs> to make this as depressing as possible. Uh, the professor was talking about uh, Jews in the in one of the ghettos who were tried falsely and executed mm-hmm. by hanging, and he said, by the way. It's hanged, not hung. If he was hanged, he died. If he was hung, he had a happy wife. <laughs> Cute. And and I will never forget that grammar lesson <laughs> ever because you remember that shit. Yeah. Like, you know, no happy lessons could make me remember that shit through all of high school. Mm. It took one joke in college and I got it down forever. <laughs> hanged. So he saw John Brown get hanged. 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 Not hung. He might have been hung, but he was hanged. He was definitely hanged. 
Um, and then he went back to the theater and the theater owner was like, fuck you, you just left for like a week. <laughs> Contract done. And because, of course, people suck, they all rallied behind John and got him his job back. Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah. Um, so and when, when are you going to tell everybody his last name? Never. They'll figure <laughs> it out soon. <laughs> in, I mean, they really should have by yeah, now. In 1860. Ed, and at least one of our listeners is going, who the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> I don't know who it is. In 1860, Edwin married uh, Mary Devlin. Uh, John attended the wedding and was a fan of her despite his sister Asia. And he was the closest to his sister Asia. John was not liking Mary. Asia never gave a reason why she didn't like Mary. She was just like, mm-mm. No, I'm good. Thank you. I mean, I don't give or have reasons, frankly, for disliking most of the people I really dislike. True. True. Sometimes they just suck. So Ed and Mary, uh, Edwin and Mary eventually had a child uh, that was born in England while Ed was on tour. And they named their daughter because they are horrible people. Are they? Well, they're actors. So this, this tradition had to have started somewhere. Uh, they named her Edwina. <laughs> Okay, that's not just bad, that's cruel. Yeah. You know, my name is Ed Edwin. I shall name my daughter <laughs> Edwina. So I lost. You know what? At least her name isn't yeah. fucking Apple or North. Yeah, that's true. All right. She's not a goddamn compass. We're fine. But look, we have an Asia and then we have an Edwina. <laughs> Edwina but now we have North. Uh, we're not we're not naming it after places. We're just naming general directions. So shortly after they returned from America. Edwin went out on tour again because back in the day, that's the only way actors could make money was doing these big tours. And they would make a lot of money. Yeah. Um, sadly, however, while he was on one of his drunken benders, his wife caught a cold because it's fucking the 1800s. Yeah. She died. Mm. So, of course, Ed was like, my drinking did this to her. I'm never going to drink again. I need a road bitch. So, actually, he doesn't need a road bitch anymore. He has something called self-control oh. and he never drank again after that i've never heard of this i know i don't understand i don't think i me. don't think he's tried beer <laughs> a silent sip for our fallen brother from mm, a century and a half sorry, ago bro amen <sighs> so while this was happening john was living his life he was drinking and womanizing like he did he was being john yeah he was being john um and so while Edwin was getting over the loss of his wife and trying to get his in that right headspace to start acting again, John decided he needed to do something about the current situation in the, the Americas. You mean the political situation? Yes. They were a civil war had just broken out. I swear to God, if anyone listening <laughs> doesn't understand who we're talking about yet. And so <laughs> and so John was like, you know how so it was towards the end of the Civil War, and we were going to do a prisoner exchange. The North was going to exchange prisoners with the South. But then it was suddenly called off because of some reason. I can't remember quite specifically what it was. Yeah. Anyway, some reason. And so John was like, no, we need those troops because Southern troops were severely outnumbered by Northern troops. This, this is true. So... John was like, I know what I'll do. I'm an actor. I can get anywhere because everybody loves me. I'm, I'm great. I'm an actor. I'm an Sorry, an actor. Actor. Yes, we have to and be so, Joe Bluth about this. Yes. And so he was like, I'm going to kidnap the president of the United States <laughs> <laughs> and trade him for prisoners of war. To be fair, if you're going to aim, aim hey, fucking get high, high there, man. man. 
if you aim small, miss small. Aim big, uh-huh. you miss big. Like, so he he took a while planning this. Um, while this was happening, <laughs> I, mean, I would <laughs> fucking hope so. His plan basically. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kidnap the president. When are you gonna do it? I don't know. I think he goes through oh, like it like ten minutes, minutes or yeah, some shit. Like, yeah. Well, he had a he had his plan, his basic plan. Plan A, first original plan was there's like a cabin that he would go and vacation in or spend the weekend in. The plan was to pull somehow get his carriage pulled over on the side of the road and take him there and then take him across the border. Which is as as far as uh, kidnapping plots go for major politicians, that's about as simple yet direct yeah as as you should probably get in this i mean no one's dressed up as a lady so i think it could be a little bit more complicated and this also (laughs) predated things like the secret service yes there's no need to get more complicated Mm -hmm. you know just do something exactly like this so old johnny boys in dc like plotting this uh, he's kind of given up on acting as it were um but edwin was called on by the people of the central park uh, like commission or whatever to donate money to help build the Shakespeare statue in Central Park. Yes. So Edwin was like, well, I don't have money, but I can put on a play with me, my older brother and my younger brother. And this will be like our first ever awesome play. And everybody's going to want to come and see it. Awesome. And he was right. Everybody did want to come and see it. They put on a stage production of Julius Caesar. I mean, shit, I want to come and see it. Yeah. Uh, John. When, when is it playing? Right now. Fuck yeah. Let's <laughs> right. go. Um, so every everything went well. The brothers were like totally into it. They were having their loving brother moment. And then like every Thanksgiving dinner that's ever happened in the United States, ooh, 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 they're ooh, sitting ooh. dinner at <laughs> dinner. And ooh. guess what comes up? Fist fight? Politics. Oh. <laughs> and... My, and, my, my name a little higher than yours. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and John goes off on how Lincoln thinks he's some sort of king and that how the South should be winning this fight and how the North sucks. And Edwin is like, I voted for Lincoln. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. And from that point on, Edwin and John really didn't talk anymore, which is awkward because their mother lived with Edwin. And so he's a mama's boy. So he wants to see his mom every once in a while. God damn. Yeah. How did that even happen? <laughs> anyway, that's I'm, yeah. my mind is kind of blown away by that. Yeah. So... He would sneak visits to his mom when he when whenever Edwin was out of town. I mean, he's a touring actor, so it happened a lot. Yeah. Um. So, at this point, John basically avoided Edwin, and Edwin, you know, avoided John. Um. Also, during this point, Edwin had his own like theater and stuff. It's a long, a long. No, he was still touring at this time, so we're not we're not at the own theater. It's park. still a long story, uh-huh. though. Yes, it's still a long story. <laughs> so. On April 15th, 1865, old little Johnny boy, he assassinated President Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, he does what he's famous for. Uh-huh. Yeah. As as Sasha previously discussed. Uh-huh. All the way back in episode 18. Yeah. We, so, we, we uh, discussed assassins. And again, I apologize for the poodle barking. Our if poodle wrangler. If you can't hear it, then you nothing. But uh, if you can hear it, poodle wrangler is doing something. Yeah, Ben the tech guy. Yeah. Failing. Failing hard. He's helping his mom with an RV. That's if sweet you of you, Ben. We all love you. It, yes, good you, job, You should ben. know that. Um, so, while Edwin, while Johnny was assassinating fucking President Lincoln, 
Not fucking President Lincoln. <laughs> that would be a whole other story. Assassinating fucking. That's a whole new type uh-huh. of assassination. He fucked and him so good, brain exploded. We need to revisit episode uh-huh. 18. <laughs> or like he was in the middle of like doing Mary Todd and right when he was about to climax, just a bang. bang. Um, that, wow. Yeah. No, that didn't happen. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Wikipedia citation needed. Holy um, shit. So Edwin was actually not in New York, his hometown. He was traveling and touring. So he was in Boston at the time. I believe it was Boston. And he was held in suspicion by federal officials. Basically, everybody associated with John was suspected. And yeah. so even though he hadn't talked to John since basically almost like six months he was still suspected of having a part in the assassination, which and, is fucking dumb. Yeah, it is. It, it It's really dumb, that whole guilt by association uh-huh. thing. And like, so yeah, the guilt by association thing. It's awful. Right. And I'm like, but they were in a different city. He's not. How could he have made it to New York in this time? Like, right. It doesn't make any sense. He killed the president last night. I live in New York. Yeah. You know (laughs) how. You killed him last night. Do you know how communication works in this time period, (laughs) sir? It goes real slow. Uh, Real slow. So um, while John was basically dying in a barn, Edwin finally made it on a train to New York and he learned of his brother's death. Um, and he also learned about how fucked he was going to be because basically nobody wanted to be associated with Edwin's last name. No one cared yep. about the booths anymore. This is a theme <laughs> that you're going to uh, discover yeah. in mine. <laughs> so Edwin actually got hate mail, too, from around the country. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, I would keep it in scrapbook. So, so that is... He is starting some actor traditions. Yeah. Stupid kid names, mm-hmm. hate mail for association that yeah. he has no responsibility for. Um, so in so Lincoln was shot in April 1865. Finally, in 1866, Edwin decides he's gonna try to get make it back on the stage. Because he has a fucking family and no other way of making a living. Right. This is his trade, <laughs> yeah. goddammit. Like this is the only way he knows how to live. Um so he was totally afraid of making his first stage performance since his brother killed the president. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, what you just said is a hell of a sentence. <laughs> yeah. I mean, rightfully so. <laughs> so he was afraid, one, either they would try to kill him, or two, the crowd would just boo him off stage, which yeah. is almost worse for an actor, I guess. I mean, probably, yeah. yeah. Um, just ask Lincoln how getting shot at, an, at a performance yeah. feels. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> The pain didn't really last all that long. (laughs) On January 3rd, 1866, he made his comeback and the theater was packed and everybody loved him. Nobody tried to kill him and reviews were in. He was awesome. And his brother didn't fuck up his career. Excellent. Yeah. Back on his feet again. Edwin decided, hey, mom's pretty upset about this whole Johnny dying thing. Let me write the State Department and see if we can get his body back. Okay. Yeah, because did you know what they did to John Wilkes Booth's body? I don't. I don't remember it. If you did talk about it, I don't remember. Yeah. So the Secretary of War was the only person who knew where the body was. It was in a storage room buried under the floorboards. He was the only one with the key to it. So he was the only one who knew where it was. That's fair. Uh huh. Why not? That's fair. Eventually, when he left, he like told others where it was and gave them the key. But uh, so they were like, mm, no, we're gonna pass here on this one. Wow. Nobody replied to his any of his letters. So that was a bummer. 
Um, so he basically, while he was continuing his efforts to get his brother's body back, um, he was touring. He was he was winning. He was up to other things. He got into a crazy amount of debt to build his own theater. And then that theater eventually flopped. And uh, he had to declare bankruptcy. Before he moved out of that theater, though, because he also lived above it, he burnt a whole trunk full of his brother's costumes and props that was given to him by somebody who won it at auction. Wow. Yeah. Because he didn't want to be associated with him at all. And these were like nice, like, this is like $10,000 worth of costumes. Yeah, are these the ones that he inherited from his yeah, father? The, yeah, some yeah, of them yeah. were inherited yeah. from his father. And the stagehand was like, you can keep some of this. And he's like, no. Yeah. Uh, you know, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And also during this time, he remarried to an 18-year-old who was fucking insane. Um, she eventually died. And there was a whole drama with her parents calling him abusive even though he wasn't abusive and she was just insane but not like i'm siding with the man on this like legit legitimate legitimate, she was not right in the head okay um so to pay back his debts from that he incurred during the theater debacle he actually toured the country again and he was able to basically pay back all his debts and have so much money left over that he founded the players club in new york which is a club for thespians. Uh-huh. And he lived above it. And that is where he died on June 8th, 1893. Wow. And Edwina gave him two grandchildren. Aww. And he eventually did get John John's body back in 1869. So it only took him three years. No, four years to get his <laughs> wow. brother's body back. Wow. And I guess it was mummified to a, an extent when they got it back so they could tell it was him. That's cool. Yeah. I guess. That's kind of weird. So he's buried in the family plot, the family booth blue, booth plot. John Wilkes is. Edwin <laughs> you, is not. <laughs> Bluth. Bluth. We, we were thinking too strongly yeah. of Job there. So I read uh, Good Brother, Bad Brother by James Gross, sorry, James Cross Gilbin? Giblin? Giblin. Uh, it was really good. I learned a lot about Edwin Booth um, acting. Okay. But it was like a weird shape. <laughs> the book? Yeah, it was like a, it was like, it was like, like this. The dimensions were like a picture book size, almost. Really? Yeah, but it was. It had pictures. But it wasn't like a specific picture, picture book. No, it wasn't a specific picture book. It was a very weird, weird, weird size. Okay. Well, <clears throat> fair enough. Uh-huh. Uh So mine probably won't be anywhere near as long as that. Sorry, I love to talk, and I read a whole book. <laughs> there was a lot there. To be fair, it was interesting though, so mm-hmm. it all—it's all good. Mine, yeah. The the life of this gentleman is the the details aren't very important to the whole story. Yeah. Uh, and then the one book that I wanted to read, I couldn't get. Like I didn't have time to get it and mm-hmm. read it. Uh, and then so the bulk of my sources are like articles and stuff, um, which aren't as long as the whole book and are, you know, easy to summarize. Mm-hmm. So my brother, uh, I'm not going to do the slow build up like you did where you slowly reveal the I famous said sibling. once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to do that because it, it's kind of, it kind of robs him of his power. Mm-hmm. If you don't know the connection up front, 
So it robs the brother of his power. Or the yeah. It? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The one I'm talking about, it robs them. It robs them both mm-hmm. of their power, basically. But the sibling I'm talking about is uh, Albert Goring. He is the brother of Herman Goring. Yeah. Uh, little little background on Herman for those of you that are you know, completely uneducated historically. Herman Goring was one of the heads of the Nazi Party. Uh, Major yeah. Dick. Yeah. Big. Big asshole. I would like to say bigger asshole than John Wilkes Booth because John Wilkes Booth was just like somebody who thought they knew politics and knew yeah. what was better. Yeah. And like killed one guy where Goring like. Yeah. He was one of the heads of the fucking Nazi yeah. party. Yeah. He, he founded the Gestapo. Uh, he was the head of the Luftwaffe, which, by the way, I found out uh, as as Hermann Goring was a, an ace pilot in World War One, as successor or as leader of, like, the Luftwaffe, like, the, mm-hmm. the primary guy in the German Air Force, uh, he was the direct successor to the Red Baron. Ah, which the Red I didn't, Baron. Which I didn't know. I enjoy his pizza. Me too. Not really, but... I mean, if you want... Okay, for freezer pizzas. <laughs> I like... I like me... No, no, we're not doing another fast no, food No, 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 real quick. I like me those, like, what, like, real thin cardboard ones you can get for a dollar. There's something about them that are very satisfying. Okay. But then I think the next tier up is going to be Red Baron. Okay. And then right. I would not eat a DiGiorno for the life of me. Me neither. It's awful. Yeah. No, um, it's not anyway, what I yeah, want in my so, life. So, yeah. So, Herman Goring, founder of the Gestapo, head of the Luftwaffe. Um, he was uh, the commander of the entire Nazi military. He was their, their like, overall commander. Um, he was at one point named the direct successor to Hitler. Mm-hmm. Although, as the war kind of started going down, he started <laughs> They're like, lo- "Ooh, ain't yeah, gonna be a successor." Yeah, he started to kind of lose favor because yeah. all of a sudden he was losing. Um, when he found out that Hitler was going to commit suicide, he asked Hitler if he was to assume control of the Third Reich. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hitler expelled him from the Nazi Party, stripped him of all of his titles, and had him arrested. So I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't. I just imagined him in his cell as the doors closed. So that was a no. Then yeah, yeah. I didn't know that I, when uh, I read that. I was like, God damn. So no who one did that. Hitler want to succeed him? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see after that. Maybe he knew it was a prob- shit show too. Probably because his last order was like, yeah, he loses all of his titles and positions and arrest him, mm-hmm. and then he went and blew his brain. But out you know, in LeBron. theory, maybe he was like trying to save him. Maybe. The whole ordering him arrested part kind of threw me off. But anyway, so after the war, uh, Hermann Goering was convicted of all sorts of heinous shit at the Nuremberg trials, as well he should have been. I mean, Um, yeah. But the day before he was to be executed by hanging, he committed suicide with with a cyanide capsule that he had managed to hide from his guards. So, let's talk about Albert. Albie. Herman's brother. Bert. Albert was born on March 9th, 1895. Uh, he was the younger brother of Herman. Okay. Uh, they had three other siblings. They had a brother named Carl, and then they had two half-sisters, Olga and Paula, from their father's first marriage. Ah, so there was another yeah. marriage. Yeah. Divorce, death, death. I don't know. I didn't look I into that. I don't know what death. It's the 1800s. Yeah, who knows? But anyway, so growing up, they were they were pretty well off. They they were pretty well to do. Um, but fun fact, I learned the Gorings had a Jewish godfather. Oh, cute! Yeah, and he was a, a apparently a fairly notable uh, physician within the community. 
So I was gonna be like, like they usually are. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jewish people. You were prepared, yeah. Uh, Just but... today, she asked me, "Is it cool if I wore like a Jewish sweater during Hanukkah for support?" <laughs> like, and, I... and and my response, I remember, I was like, "I'm gonna say sure. Why the fuck not?" But I do not like where this is going. I always kind of wanted to be Jewish. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Let me hear a lachaim. Lachaim. Okay, it's pretty pretty solid. Uh-huh. Right. So there is uh, some belief that the Goring's godfather mm-hmm. was Albert's real father. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. He, he did have an affair with his mother. Oh. 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 Um, and, and they had a, a very strong physical resemblance. I mean, I kind of get why, like, Goring would hate, like, yeah. you know, Jews, because, yeah. you right. know, you ruined my parents' marriage. Right. Well, that's the thing. It didn't. It didn't. They were they were together. Right? Oh, like so the, the, so yeah. it was like a it yeah. was like an okay. You're going yeah. to sleep with somebody thing, huh? But oh, oh no, it wasn't that. But the affair just didn't fuck up the marriage. Oh, okay, but, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, no. So, but the timeline of when his mother would have been pregnant, uh-huh. like their their father traveled a lot. I can't remember what he did for a living, but he was always going somewhere, and frequently, I mean, their mother would go with him. He's a doctor. Who wouldn't want to have an affair with a doctor? That's the godfather. I know. Who wouldn't want to have an affair with a doctor? (laughs) But the timeline doesn't match because Mm -hmm. she would frequently go with their father. Oh, okay. So it's like she was with him at this place and the the godfather wasn't. Like this is around the time she would have gotten pregnant. But for the record, like pregnancy and gestation and all that jazz is such a, like even today it's a crapshoot. And that's that's why Mm -hmm. people are like, it's really unlikely because the timeline's really stretching it. Yeah. But it technically is possible. Uh, so, you know, that's a fun little fact. Um, they, uh, yeah, so they all enjoyed really nice things. It was all good. Uh, as, a, as a youth, as a young man, Albert fought in the German Imperial Army in World War One. Sucks uh, for him. He, Surprised he made it out. Yeah, he served as an engineer, too. He wasn't like a pilot or anything. He was, he was in the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the early life stuff. Let's get to what you all want to know about when I tell you about the brother of a Nazi fucking leader. Uh, the later how life. How much gold he had? No. <laughs> Nazi uh, gold? I want to tell you all about how much Albert fucking hated Nazis. Yeah! He was like... He was a younger brother too, right? Yeah, so yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Nazis can eat shit and die. Yeah. These guys all suck. Uh, he hated like the ultra violent nationalism aspect of it. Uh-huh. He uh, like he d- he just hated it. He was a super prominent Jewish sympathizer. Initially, though, after after the war and after the Nazis came to power, he was like, you know what, fuck this shit, and he left. Because remember, Herman was a Nazi from the beginning. Yeah, like he was with Hitler from the beginning so at the old beer hall. Albert kind of could see it coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he initially was like, you know what, fuck it. I disagree vehemently, I'm out. And he left to Austria, and he wanted to have what I, I find an interesting thing, considering how big cinema was, he wanted to have a unremarkable career as a filmmaker. I just want to make cheap, cheap movies Right, that he, d- he, d- he like. just wanted to be his own person, he wanted to go and make movies. I'm trying to think of a director that's equal in their unremarkable career, but you can't because they're unremarkable, right? so you're just like, yeah. well, I don't yeah, fucking yeah. know. Yeah, so, but he, he went, he was doing, you know, he was doing fine for himself. As the Nazis slowly rose in power, he d- he couldn't do it. He had too strong of a moral compass. Aww. And he was like, I can't just fucking walk away from this shit. So he goes back to Germany uh, and, and he openly 
proudly used his name to just fuck up Nazi shit. <laughs> I feel like, like he would just sign shit, be like, yeah, oh yeah it's a glory. Oh yeah, yeah. He would he would walk out and like one story I read, I didn't I didn't see like a citation to mm-hmm. anything to offer any proof, but it was it was a story in testimony, so it probably was. He uh saw a uh, a Gestapo officer overseeing a bunch of Jewish women who had been ordered to sweep the street. Yeah. Right. He walked up and grabbed a broom and started sweeping with them. And the Gestapo officer was like, what the fuck is this shit? So he walked over and was like, give me your fucking papers. And he hands him his papers and the guy reads, Albert Goring. Yeah. And he goes, everybody get out of here. I don't want to be embarrassed by having Goring's brother sweeping the street. <laughs> so he just, and he just like ordered it. And it was done. That was it. And he would do like little shit like that. So I know we d- we did an episode about like a Hitler sitcom. Yeah. I could. I would like to see that as a sitcom. I would like to see the episode where Albert Goring comes to visit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My uh, brother's <laughs> coming to visit. <laughs> He's just like, God damn it. Um, so yeah, he would use his names, uh, everything from you know little shit like that in the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would get passports and other documentation for Jewish families. He would convince slash order, depending on who you talk to, uh, SS officers to just release prisoners. Like you'd be like, Hey, I know that guy is cool. Let him go. Uh, all so that. I take it then Goring isn't a common German name. Oh no, it's big. They like they fucking knew. No, but what I'm saying is like oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah like like it's not like Smith. It's not like it's probably not. But when you have like at this point, Herman is second command of the Nazi party. Yeah, the connection is probably a pretty easy one to make. Um, yeah, you know, and then the you know they were brothers. They looked alike. I don't know what know? Uh, a German equivalent to smith is uh smith no that's british no, no. Um, anyway but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I assume it's not super common Wiener schnitzel. um but anyway <laughs> so the brothers despite all this they were they were not like edwin and john booth mm-hmm. they were able to put the shit aside the brothers were actually still really close um albert yeah. her, like just firmly disagreed with everything herman was doing it's one of those things like you just don't talk about politics and i feel like edwin and john had that truce for a very long time and the one time they broke it it was just like fuck you (gasps) but albert would proudly use this against herman Mm -hmm. and like my favorite story he did this a bunch he would go to concentration camps with his brother Mm -hmm. and he'd be like yeah come on man you could release these be guys. Be cool, man. And, and Herman would be like, I can't release everybody. And then Albert would be like, well, that guy, that guy's cool. You can release that guy. <laughs> you can release one guy. So as Herman is signing release papers for these prisoners, he's like, I can't fucking do this again, Albert. <laughs> and he'd be like, but I mean, this guy but over bro, here too. be like, cool, man. This guy's cool. And yeah. he'd be like, God damn it. So he would totally use the, fam- the, the family love. Um, now, this isn't to say that Albert was just like skating by and just being cool with everyone. Yeah. He got arrested by the Gestapo a lot, <laughs> like multiple times. Wait until I call my brother. He's going to be pissed. Well, that's what it was. Every time he got arrested, Herman would hear that. It's like, Ali got arrested again. Oy vey. You know? I mean, and- <laughs> that could be why Hitler was just like, you know, I yeah. think I'm going to have to say no to you now. Right. So at, at, so every time Albert got arrested, Herman would pull strings and get him released, mm-hmm. and then Albert would go right back to the same shit again. Just oh, see these guys in the street? Yeah, yeah, they're they're cool. They're with me. I know them. Let them go. And they'd be like, ah, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking argue with a Goring brother. Yeah. Like, 
Uh, at one point in 1944, Albert uh, had a death warrant put out on him by the Gestapo. <laughs> and Herman was like, God damn it, stop it. That's my brother. And Albert's over there in the street going, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> like, I'm Herman's brother. You can't get me. And then he just like licks Herman's face and is like, kill right. me now. Right. Mom's going to love you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait, was their mother still alive or no? I don't know when she died. None of the things. Because I, I feel like that also like plays a part in how well yeah. siblings get along <laughs> i mean they were they were they were close anyway. explain that to your mom yeah um <laughs> albert died how yeah. well so th- <sighs> there's this thing at work you see and, <laughs> and um <laughs> no, so, we killed him <laughs> so after a while albert is you know he's causing all this trouble and herman's like dude i have a job offer for you mm-hmm. It's like, what's that? And he goes, I need you to run an arms factory for the Nazis. It's in Czechoslovakia. And and Herman's like, we're going to get him out of the way. We're going to we're gonna stop all this yeah, kind of like, shit. Yeah, like this is the perfect place to send him. And Albert's like, cool, I get paid and I can still fuck with your shit. Because he's like, being in an arms factory doesn't not like, make me your brother anymore. I'm going to make some real shitty weapons. <laughs> right. So he, So he started doing this whole passive resistance thing. Um, and, and he was like the only person that could get away with this, probably mm-hmm. because of his fucking name. But like he would walk around and like you know, people do the, the Nazi salute. Yeah. Albert just doesn't return it. I would like to see aggressive high fives with right. the Nazi. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, he would just ignore it, which yeah. was an executable offense. If anyone ignored the Nazi salute, they were shot on the spot. And they were like, oh, that's Albert. We don't. He doesn't know. See, I would also want to do some like psychological shit where I would like kiss them full on the mouth if they saluted me so they like don't ever want to salute me again mm, now you will now you will let a Jewish sympathizer and a homosexual walk by <laughs> yeah. mm. Mm. and um, then next time they see Albert they're like I don't know I don't want to be kissed again <laughs> oh shit um, so but then he would also do other stuff um, some of my favorites he would send trucks to concentration camps and he'd be like hey my arms factory, I need a lot of laborers, you Ooh, see? Yeah. And then so they'd give him a bunch of Jews, and then he'd just like stop it in the middle of nowhere and be like, all right, you're free, go. <laughs> like, go figure your shit out. And, th- and then he would send another truck and be like, all those laborers are gone. Mm-hmm. I need more laborers, you know? <laughs> and he would just let them go. <laughs> funny thing is, on the way to the factory, they flew off a cliff. <laughs> a funny thing happened on the way to the Nazi arms factory. Uh, it's, just... it's the next great film. Those that did actually work in the factory he was real lenient when it came to worker discipline so they would do stuff really slow and he just <laughs> wouldn't discipline them for this he would he would like forget to tell them to do work tasks yeah they would forget to do work tasks they had been assigned I have a feeling and, like their <laughs> output was like one gun every two weeks. <laughs> right. Just it like, was, it, eh. was, it was really shitty stuff. They would, they would, uh, he would forgive, uh, and I'm doing very large finger quotes here, accidental mistranslations of like <laughs> operator manuals for weapons and stuff. So Nazis would get this, these guns on the front line and they wouldn't fucking know how to operate them. They'd be like, wait, this is written in Czech. Why isn't it written in German? This is telling me how to fucking bake a cake. <laughs> like, what the shit is going on? So his arms factory was top notch. Uh, it seems like it. So he, he stayed there until the end of the war. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Herman was convicted of war crimes at Nuremberg, commit suicide. Uh, Albert was arrested and questioned during Nuremberg. 
And by questioned in Nuremberg, I mean he was imprisoned for two years while they just questioned him, spra- questioned him sporadically. Yeah, that happens to siblings. Yeah, <laughs> and th- and this was entirely because his last name was Goring. Yeah. Like, but so many people testified on Albert's behalf that they were like, "All right, we, I mean, we guess you're all right." So I mean, they, I assume like truckloads of people were like, "He just like let us go in yeah, the forest." Yeah, dude, he cool, stopped and you. like lit a cigarette and was yeah. like, "Off with you!" Like, yeah. um, so they we released, made one gun in five years. It's fine, right? And that probably misfired. <laughs> uh-huh. like, so uh, they released him in 1947, um, but that did not make living in post World War II Germany any easier. Well, I would um, not live in. I was goring. I would. Well, boys from Brazil or some that's shit. That's the thing because he had been imprisoned. He didn't have any money anymore. Oh, so when he got out, kid. they didn't. You know, he didn't have. Did the he means have like to go wife in. and kids, or what was his familial? He was. Situation? He was married and divorced several times during the war. I think it was three times total. Mm-hmm. Probably about every time he got arrested, they were like, "Well, that's it for him. Divorce." I'd stand by him. Why not? Um, right. Also, my brother-in-law is Herman Goring. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> right. So, uh, so he goes. So he's back in Germany. He pretty much gets shunned because of his name. Aww. Uh, he spent pretty much the entire rest of his life unemployed. That's nobody, a bummer. Nobody would hire him, and and he took the approach of I'm not changing my name because I'm the one that brought it on her. Yeah. Like, fuck that. Which, when, when we first discussed this topic, I presented it as the office space argument where the character Michael Bolton refuses to change his <laughs> name because of the name, the singer Michael Bolton yeah. that, that they share. He goes, why should I change my name? He's the one who sucks. He basically takes that stance. He goes, no, my brother was the dick. I'm not changing my name. Yeah, I mean, like, I agree with that. It's like, yeah. no, my brother was a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, I'm not my brother. Yeah, I'm the good guy. Um, but however, he most of the people that he saved would help him out. So cool. so he always was provided for. He always had a place to stay. He never really struggled. And when he could work sporadically, he did, mm-hmm. you know, he did okay. Um he actually even got a small pension uh, later in his life. He he did work I enough. I mean, he to get did that. work at an arms factory. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um but and this this was a really super duper act of kindness that I saw. There was no weird like sexual tension or unspoken thing here. There wasn't any actual romantic thing. He knew that, as he had a pension, that it would be transferred to his spouse uh-huh. upon his death. Yeah, and, and when he was getting old, so he married his housekeeper. Aww, because she had been with him like forever and had been a good friend. So just to like say thank you, he married her towards That's the end of his sweet. life. So she got his pension. It was kind of provided like, for. He seems like a cool guy. Right, he was a really good dude. Good dude. Uh, he died on December twentieth, nineteen sixty six. Uh, relative poverty and anonymity. I couldn't even find out what he died of. Like, gonna go with cancer. <laughs> uh, probably inhaled too many uh, cigarettes while he let all those Jewish prisoners go. Yeah, I just, um, you know. His anti-Nazi activities were not publicly known until about thirty years after he died. Um, I mean, that's why people still hated him. I mean, if you want to like honor your name, just be like. Ask all the Jews I saved. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So um, they only discovered it when some people doing research in archives found those testimonies from Nuremberg that had pretty much been buried. You know, it wasn't the sexy stuff. So it, it kind of yeah. you know, got tossed aside. Um, it is impossible to know how many lives he saved because of how he went around doing it. Mm. But the basic fact is his brother was one of the high ups in the Nazis. And he actively used that to save lives. That probably is enough. 
I really wish like every time he sent a truckload free, he would have written his brother, suck it, bitch, <laughs> send that a thousand been, juice free. That would have been cool, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so the big sources that I I, uh, I consulted was Albert Goring, the good brother at the, the official Auschwitz uh, site, auschwitz.dk. They had a big article on him. Oh. And then um, I read an article called Albert Goring, uh, Herman's anti-Nazi brother, it was in The Guardian, the British newspaper published in 2010. It was a lengthy article that was basically about the book I wanted to read. It was by the author of the book. What's um, the book? It's called 34. It's by William Hastings Burke. Why um, 30? Why is it called 34? I think, I think it's the number of months he spent researching when he discovered. Because oh. he basically spent like three years so researching So he made him. the book about him. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I read some, like, I, I was interested. A lot of people had very kind words about the book in reviews, and a lot of people had very negative words about it. Like, um, why negative? Because people were like, his style is very self-centered. And well, yeah. Like, he yeah. named the book 34 after yeah. how long he spent researching something. Yeah, and I, don't quote me on that part. None of the summaries explained the title, but he said three years, which would be roughly that mm -hmm. long. And in the article, he made specific mention to how he felt he had been living with Albert Goring for the three years. Yeah. So I think that's probably where yeah. it's from. I could be wrong. That like makes I said, sense. I couldn't get a copy of it in time. But yeah, so that is uh, Albert Goring, uh, the anti Nazi brother of super Nazi Herman Goring. Super Nazi! That is the worst superhero ever. <laughs> Super Nazi. <laughs> Super Nazi. <laughs> and, and now it's David Duke, and everyone just goes, oh, he's gross. Uh, yeah, so that's it for us. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Yep, yep. Listen to us on uh, Spotify. We have new overlords. Are all we allowed hail to... our overlords. All hail, hail Spotify. All hail. We're also on Apple and Stitcher and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and I hear if you like leave reviews for us on Apple, it does something magical. But I don't know what it is. So try that. <laughs> yeah, leave your four-star reviews. Yeah. See if we care. Unless it's out of five. ten. Then or eight. if it's out of five. Give us a five star. <laughs> I, I expect Sean, all, is, Sean is shooting no, for mediocrity. No, I expect all of our friends to be like, I don't want to give them too much encouragement. They're <laughs> drunks. Like, yeah. Um, mm, Ben's yeah. like, I don't need Sasha drinking anymore. Let's just <laughs> give him a one star. So yeah, that's it. When you tell your friends about lax historical context, tell them we said something interesting. And that there's a stupid poodle that barks through most of.